Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Monday Call. This is Jen Springer, Young Living Platinum, on the very verge of Diamond. It's just so close. It's going to happen very soon. And I've been with Young Living since 2001. And wow, you know, here we are, 2015, and I, you know, I work and I do my thing. We, Monty and I have been working our buns off all day today, literally since breakfast. You know, we just went nonstop. We just took a quick break to run out to the pet store. And I just thought to myself, you know, I was working all day, and that didn't really feel like work, even though I was doing stuff. It, it's just something that you just don't dread, you know, when you go to a job. And I know some of you love your job, absolutely. You just want maybe some extra money, or you love helping people, or meeting new people, or whatever your reason is for young, being in Young Living. But there's some of us that would rather do something different, and that's how I was at the very beginning. And I really wanted something that I could do, and that just like this, you know, 10, 15 years later, I would not be looking for something else to do just to skate by until I got to retirement age, and then I'd start living my life because there's so many people that do that. They just bet on saving their money, just getting to 65 or whenever they decide to retire. Some people get to do earlier if they've got, you know, 10-year um, programs and stuff like that. But you know, that's not the way to live life. You know, life goes by and all of a sudden you get to an age where you've just missed all these years. And that's why I chose Young Living to grow so that I could love my life and love what I do and I could be able to have the freedom to go, come and go as I need. And that doesn't mean that we don't work hard. We work very hard. You know, when you see the leaders in Young Living, they didn't get there by sitting on their bum. You know, they didn't get there by making excuses for why they couldn't do what they're doing. You know, one of the things I hear a lot from people, and I see it a lot, is I'm so busy. You know, I'm so busy, and you try to contact people, and they're just, they're just too busy to talk to you, or they're too busy for this or that. And I think, you know, there's a difference between being busy and then there's busyness, where, you know, there's a, if, you're act, if you're growing your business and you seem like you're overwhelmed and busy, one of the most important things to do is to step back for a second and look at what you're doing, and is the action you're doing creating results? Because most likely it's not. <laughs> a lot of times it's not. If you're on Facebook or checking emails or you're organizing your office or you know whatever you're doing, if you're on the phone talking to somebody, bad-mouthing, upline, downline, sideline, the company, you didn't get the right products, you're in a fit, you know, you're, you're just doing all these things that aren't getting results, then you've got to do something different. Do something that you are, you know, doing, how do you say, you've got the skills for. A lot of people spend a lot of time on Facebook, and they're posting away, and they're doing stuff in their groups, but is it yielding enrollments? That's the big thing, because it takes a lot to be a, 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 an Internet marketer. Or if you're doing expos, and you're going to all these expos and spending time every weekend and you're not enrolling anybody, you might need to ask somebody who has some experience to tr help you troubleshoot. And so just be mindful when you say to people or you even say to yourself, I am so busy. Because sometimes busy is also an excuse not to really get your nose down and start to work. You know, people, I'm so busy, I just I don't have time and this and that. You know what, that's crap. Because everybody who's walking across the stage as a diamond and above, they're all busy too, but they just had their priorities in the right order so that they could get there. Those are the people that shifted their priorities so that they could um, create a life of, like we're going to talk about with our guest tonight, 
where they actually design their life and their life just isn't running them over and controlling them. And, and that's a huge message to hear. So let's go through the specials real quick so that then we can get on with our guests, which I'm so incredibly excited for. So for the 300 PV for this month, you get a 15 mil of peppermint. Plus, if you're on Essential Rewards, you get an additional 20 bonus points. You also get the Longevity Soft Gels. And if you're on Essential Rewards, you also get the 5 milliliter of basil, which is so much fun to cook with, okay? So for 250 PV, you just minus the Longevity cap, so you get the 15 mil of peppermint. Plus for the Essential Rewards, you get the 20 bonus points plus the basil. And then for 190 PV, you get the 15 mil of peppermint. And if you're on Essential Rewards, you get the 5 mil of basil. And so have fun. I tell you, you know, we always do these serious things with the essential oils. You know, we're always, you know, thinking about all these maladies or whatever, and people are fretting because of, you know, what we can say and not say. But I'll tell you one thing. If you want to have a blast with these oils, start to cook with them. Just have fun with them in your kitchen. But And remember, less is more. <laughs> because one drop of peppermint in, you know, even a tea can sometimes be enough to blow your lips off. So just be mindful and learn how to, to dilute that properly. So tonight is our Monday night call. We typically don't go past the hour every great now and then. We'll go a couple minutes over. But we try to keep it 45 minutes to an hour. We don't go past 8 o'clock central. Keep it good so that we can all get back to our evening for people that still need to eat dinner, put kids to bed, relax with their honeys, whatever is going on. That's why we do that. And if you're new to this call and you want to hear previous recordings and get on the email list, go to OurSimpleTraining.com. At OurSimpleTraining.com, you can get on the email list. You can also listen to the previous recordings, and there's some training on there. And that also links you over to the new Diamond Factory training program. Okay, well, tonight we have an amazing guest who I have seen just blossom and grow and just fly through the ranks in the last couple years. We have on Crown Diamond Melissa Pepping. And she became a member right about the time I did. She was a little bit sooner, in 2000. But she really started building in 2010. So to figure to go from just distributor to Crown Diamond in four years. And she does not live in a big city. She does not have the, the luxury of having millions of people around her. Her town is 72 people. So there's no excuse if you're living in the middle of nowhere that you can't do this. I know multiple people that live in the middle of nowhere, and they have high-ranking businesses. It's really about developing relationships, which I know Melissa does. She follows her passion. She's true to her heart. And that is why she has done what she has done in a short period of time. So welcome, Melissa, to the call. I am so glad you're here because I love your passion, your enthusiasm, and your sassy. Because I don't know about you, but I love, like, with you wearing all the, you know, um, beautiful clothes and looking hot and sexy, that doesn't, we can still be natural and do that and be environmentally exactly. conscious. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so thanks That's for exactly coming. exactly right. You're welcome. You're welcome. That was an amazing intro. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is, you know, who are you having on? I'm like, oh, wait, she's talking about me. <laughs> yes, well, you deserve it because you are in a, in a, just an a, amazing example of leadership. And, I, and I know amazing is so overused, but people, you know, 
because like last week I did a typo and a few people got the message, like a few thousand people got the message that you were on the call last week. And so many people were like, I can't wait. I love her. I'm so excited. I mean, I just kept getting all this feedback and I'm like, oh, this is going to be such an awesome call. And I, I just couldn't wait to do it. So yes, you're, you know, it's, I'm glad you're you're humble. You're not just sitting there going, well, yes, of course I'm amazing, which we, we are amazing. We could definitely think that about ourselves because if we didn't, that's no good either. we got to love ourselves and, and think highly of ourselves as well. So I really appreciate you coming on here. I know you've got uh, a birthday in your house today, and uh, you're here with us and sharing your message. So thank you for coming. Yes, thank you very much for having me. Well, you had asked me about you know, to talk about what it means to live your life by design and, and not by default. And, you know, it's amazing to me how simple that theory has always sounded to me. You know, just live your life by design. This this can't be what life is all about. I did not have a good childhood growing up. My parents divorced when I was very young. I was kind of shuffled, you know, in and out of, you know, grandparents and between you know, my mom and my dad. It's just all there was never really a place that you would call home. So there was never that sense of security that every child needs. And I just remember just through all of the you know, there was so much yelling and so much violence and just it you know, not not that picturesque way you want to raise a child. And I just remember like in the midst of so much of that at a very, very, very young age, I'm talking like five, six, seven years old, I remember thinking to myself, this is not what life is supposed to be. I am positive this is not how God intended it to be. And, you know, so whether it be at a very young age that I started to realize, you can change your circumstances. You don't have to live like this. And I would always look at, you know, people that would have these amazing lives and they would be so happy you know, mom and dad and everyone in the same roof, and I would analyze it to death and then analyze, you know, other people's situations where they don't have that. You know, what did one have that the other didn't have? How could one person live that kind of life and another person didn't? Were they chosen to live that life and the other person wasn't? And really what I've what I've now learned just through adulthood and, you know, having, and I'm, you know, I still learn and mature every single day. That's, that's the evolution of life. But it's amazing how I really have learned all it came down to was what people chose as their life, what people chose as their circumstances. And you have the ultimate control to make any change in your life. You have the ultimate control to accept or pass on any opportunity that comes your way. And so when I decided to really take control of my life and live the life that I had always dreamt, was right for me, and that was a life full of nothing but time freedom, full of nothing but financial freedom. When I started to realize that this is the life I wanted, I started to be awakened to the opportunities that were presented to me, awakened to the opportunities that were coming into my path. And it's so sad to me how many people just pass on those opportunities because they're too busy consumed in the victim role. And you have to start thinking like the victor. And it's this, this, this call topic, the timing is so perfect. I ran into a childhood friend that I have not seen oh, in about 15 years. And I'm comfortable talking about this because I'm pretty certain he's not listening to the call or has no desire to want to listen <laughs> to anything like this. So, you know, and when whatever, and if he is, maybe it's a message he needs to hear anyway. So I'm just going to say it. But I ran into him in the store. 
And I was not expecting to, you know, of all places to run into somebody. And he looked at me and goes, Melissa? And I said, hey, how's that going? I'll, I'll, I'll omit inserting his name there. And uh, he's like, you know, wow. He goes, well, how, you know, how are you? How, how are things? And, you know, I'm not, I don't like to brag. I don't think anybody should brag. I think, you know, you are put on this life to live a purpose that's very specifically carved out for you. And you don't run into someone you haven't seen in a long time and start announcing all the things you've accomplished. I mean, that would just be awkward. But how do you sum something up? You know, because I hate responding to people, oh, I'm good, and how are you? Because I also think the universe listens to you. And if you're not grateful for this life you've been, you know, living, it, I, I really think you've got to show some bit of gratitude. So for me to just say, oh, I'm okay or I'm good, I just don't think that's sufficient. That's not showing the right amount of gratitude for what I have. So I said, oh, you know, living the dream. Now, at this moment, I figured living the dream could pretty much encompass anything. I mean, I could be down on my luck. I could be, you know, hating life. I could be, you know, living the dream could be something you say when you're trying to be sarcastic. It could be something to say when you just won the lottery. I just said, living the dream. I had a big smile on my face, and I said, what about you? And he proceeded to tell me how awful life has been. And let me tell you, Jen, it's been bad. Like, oh. <laughs> he he would say one thing after another, and I'm like, oh, crap. He can't, you can't top that because that's crappy. And then he threw one more thing. I'm like, oh, man, like how? You know, just one bad thing after another, after another, after another. And I said to him, I said, you know, the good news about this is that how life works is you have to hit rock bottom. You have to be broken into nothing so that you can rebuild yourself into something you never thought possible. And he says to me, no, no, I don't believe that because I keep hitting rock bottom over and over and over again. And I said, well, maybe you're not learning the lesson you need to take away from each time you hit. He's like, no, no, I don't think that's it. I just keep hitting rock bottom. And I said, well, you know, I think it can only go up from here, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray for you. Because what else do you say at that moment? I can't sit there and have a coaching session with this person or say, well, I have an opportunity for you. He's still too, just too consumed in the victim role. And so for the rest of the afternoon, and, and my husband, he walks away, and Wayne goes, I am so happy you did not tell him the things you've accomplished because that was he was like, I just kept thinking it can't get worse than that, and it can't get worse than that, and it can't get worse than that. And so for the rest of the day, I was really awakened to just people in town. We were in St. Cloud. And I was so awakened to just pay attention to the people driving in the car next to you. You're sitting on a stoplight, and you're seeing people, you know, turn into the other lane. <clears throat> you're watching people walk into stores. You're watching the, the, the cashiers, the tellers. Just pay attention. And I was so consumed with how sad everybody looks. Mm, And you really start to think about there's the 98 percenters and there's the 2 percenters, right? 2 percenters have it figured out. We wake up every single day. We are finding needs that need to be met, and we are filling that gap. We are entrepreneurs. We are doing what it takes. We are checking our bank account against our egos. 
We are checking our bank account against our priorities. Every single day we're doing an assessment of where we are in our life and where we need to go and what needs to get done today to get there. And we are trying to drag along as many people as possible to join us on that. That's how a 2%er thinks. And then you have the 98%ers who are going to say, no, I'm pretty sure it's, I'm going to just keep hitting rock bottom. And you know, the 98%ers are just waiting for that big break. And so if there's one message I can drill home to everybody listening on the call is if you take all the circumstances that were stacked up against me to succeed, and I'm talking it is a mountain long I should not have succeeded. Given every circumstance I had, I should not have succeeded. So if I can succeed, any of you can succeed. I was not equipped at birth with any special gift, any special talent. It's just that I paid attention along the way to the people who had what I wanted, and I did what they did. And I paid attention, and I continue to pay attention to the people who are the, living in the 98%, how are they talking? How are they acting so that I know what not to do? It is such an important thing to realize and understand if you want to achieve success. I truly believe that every single family, what they need is more time. Every single family. My dad was taken from me way too soon. He died four years ago, right before he was 60, of a massive heart attack. You have such little time, such little time on this earth. It is the one thing families need more of. So the life I wanted to create, the life I wanted to have, was one where my husband and I could be at home. We could raise our family together. We could dictate our day. I don't know if you guys or how many of you caught my Periscope today. If you didn't, um, go back and look at it. But I was decorating my son's birthday cake, and when I whipped together the quickest cake I can. I've decorated some spectacular cakes in my time, I it, and they've taken days to do, and I just I don't have that kind of time anymore to, to, to invest into a cake someone devours in a matter of minutes. <laughs> I would spend all this time, like, decorating these gorgeous cakes, and nobody would ever stand in front of the cake and say, wow, that's intricate, that's really beautiful. No one does that. They just dive into that cake, and your masterpiece is gone. So I whipped together the quickest, you know, cake, it's a little sheet cake, because I brought it up to my son's school for his birthday, and I had a little birthday party for him at school, because first day of school and, and, and was his birthday. And I did a periscope while I was decorating this, this cake really quick to explain to people that network marketing will give you the opportunity to be any kind of mom you want to be. And through this platform, like, what it's allowed me to, to teach my kids and when you have a chance to run a business at home while raising kids, they get to see discipline, hard work, perseverance, determination, boundaries. They get to see responsibility at its finest. Like, it is such an amazing environment to raise a child in. It's unbelievable versus, you know, just them getting to see mom and dad going to work, doing a job they don't like, coming home miserable, you know, just waiting for the two weeks of vacation every year because that's just what you're hanging on to and that's the, that's the highlight. It's amazing when you can raise a child in this environment and yet so many people say, I want to wait till the kids are older. I want to wait till they're all in school. 
No, I show them, show them what it takes. You will raise phenomenal kids that way when they can grow up in a business. In network marketing, I've seen quite a few people who have done that, and they use their children as the reason why they do their business versus the excuse not to do their business. And I know Randy Gage says that frequently. And you're correct, Melissa. People that do that and they succeed, their children have watched this their entire life. And as we know, when they're young children, (laughs) they're absorbing everything like a sponge. And then when they get to the age, you know, know, to watch people through as they grow and they hit 18 and beyond, many, many of them join in network marketing themselves and become extremely successful as well. Or they pursue other you know, other avenues that where they can be themselves and really make an impact in the world. And you're correct. It's it's really an incredible difference to see that versus mom and dad hating life. Like you said, you drive down the street and you just look at people in their car. Everybody's just hating. You know, they're just like. It's awful. It's, all, oh. it's so sad. You'll yeah. see me because I'm the one driving down the road, like, cranking, jamming out to the tunes, like, you know, driving fast, loving life. <laughs> I'm not the one that's looking sad and miserable. Like, come on, we're alive today. What more could you ask for? We are alive today. Like, just so, enjoy it and 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 love it up. And even on the worst day, come on, you're alive today. Like, it's just very you gotta true. love it, right? You gotta you gotta love it. It, 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 it. I see so many people, and this was the other thing you would ask me about, Jen, is like, you know. <laughs> i got to share with people because you and I had an amazing conversation this afternoon. And one of the things that I had said to Jen was when I first got into Young Living, like it was a, it, there was nobody I could relate to. There was, there was none, there just was no one I could relate to. And I think that right now in Young Living, this is one of the most amazing times to be a part of this company because you have every personality represented. You have every, you've got the, the the tree huggers you've got the the you know the people who are you know vegans and eat raw and all about it. I that is discipline I cannot eat like that because I see chocolate and I'm all yeah I'm gonna start vegan tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> there's you know the there's the young moms there's young there's young dads there's single moms single dads there's you know just single women single men there's young and hip there's you know, old and experienced, there's every single gamut is so amazingly represented right now. And that just did not exist when I was building this business. And so when Jen and I talked today, she said, yeah, it's almost like, you know, you had to conform or you had to like, you you started losing a little bit of yourself and you were becoming something that you really weren't. And, And that's how I really felt. Like there was you know, I felt really connected to the raindrop technique because it was my saving grace after my dad died and it was such an amazing technique and I love what it what it did for my emotions and and just for my outlook on things. And so I became passionate about the raindrop for that reason. But it wasn't it, it just wasn't doing it for me. Like it that there needed to be more than that. And I was, you know, coming up with the great big home experience and that was great because it was this big, you know, get together we did every month. I still felt like there was something missing, and I was still feeling like I couldn't be me. I could not be me. You know, I like fast cars. I like to use colorful language. I like to drink my – I like cocktails. 
I like just there's so many things about me that I felt like almost had to be hidden because there just was nobody else like that, right? And so along comes beauty school, and I was smitten. I'm like, yes, it's girly, and it's gorgeous, and it's sexy, and Dr. Luba does this phenomenal job at making women feel like the most beautiful, amazing creature on the planet, and I was completely transformed at that event, and I came home, and all of a sudden, I got to whip out the pink, and the diamonds, and the bling, and the Swarovski, and I'm like, yes, thank you to me, you know, this girly, 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 and I remember when I called Holly, and I had told her once, you know, and before beauty school had happened and before I could really find that piece that was all about me, we're trying to come up with graphics. And I'm like, you know, I just see a lot with, like, fruits and, like, you know, red lipstick and this Lucille Ball thing. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And Holly who does my graphics. I've known her since I was 13 or 14. She's like, you have never been yellow, red, blue Lucille Ball. You are diamonds and leather and fast cars and pink (laughs) like I'm not changing that so you have to find something that works with all of that and I go to beauty school and I just I felt like I found home and I got to you know I had spent five years at this point pouring out to women how to build this strong internal confidence how to be this strong, independent businesswoman, how to find that deep confidence that can just make you feel so powerful and so amazing. And then I find beauty school, and I get to start teaching beauty school, and I get to start showing women how to just really take that extra time in the morning to just make yourself feel like a bombshell every single morning and just take that time for yourself. And I started to see women have this change in their appearance and their Mm. skin started to change and they started to feel more confident about the way that they looked. And then here was the crazy thing that happened. You started to pair that inside confidence with what was now happening on the outside. And I could tell that for the first time, a lot of women, how they felt on the inside was starting to match how they looked and felt on the outside. It was the most gorgeous, beautiful, crazy, sexy thing unfolding right before my eyes. And so when the opportunity to launch the makeup line happened, it, it just fits. It just fits. It got to help women take this, this, this outside beauty to a whole new level and still feel really good about it because it's clean ingredients and it's nothing that's toxic and it's just the purest and most pristine. And so when you can take those pieces that are true to you the pieces that feel like home to you, that is what you have to wrap yourself and immerse yourself in because that is what's going to make you unstoppable. And you will be able to take whatever class that is, whatever training that is, and make it yours because you have so much passion wrapped around in it. And so whether that be raindrop, whether that be the kids' lines, whether that be men's health, whether that be beauty school, whatever it is, Each person has to find that peace that feels like home to them and you just make it your own and you just train the crap out of it and just own it. And that is what will make you so unstoppable as a leader and starting a movement in your community. Yes, that is very true. And the other thing with that is, you know, people ask me, and I'm sure you hear it too, 
they'll say, well, you know, they're a new, like say a prospective business builder. They'll say, well, you know, there's there's a lot of distributors in the area or, you know, the Young Living is now, at, you know, this billion dollar mark, you know, is it saturated? And it's like, no. If you do your passion, like you just said, and you're doing the thing you're supposed to do, there is no competition. A, that's a scarcity mentality, but B, when you're when you're following that passion, you're going to be there is no competition. There there really isn't because you're not just out there trying to enroll anybody that's just walking by you. You're going after quote your people, your tribe, yes. your your, your yes. peeps. <laughs> right? the, the people the people that I see out there enrolling and I did this on a Periscope this morning because I had someone ask about placing or stacking, and I haven't placed or stacked a single member of my organization. Mm-hmm. My leaders have succeeded as a result of their efforts. It is their success. I train leaders. I build leaders. I don't build legs. And so someone had... Oh. Uh-oh, did we lose her? Where are you, Melissa? You just have to write that down. Oh my goodness! I don't build leaders. I, I, I mean, I build. I don't build legs. I build leaders. She's gonna have to come back. Hold on. I wonder where she went. Hang on. Let me open the line to make sure the rest of you are here. Hang on, everybody. All those Okay, I just wanted to check that all of you were there. Because <laughs> Melissa was just jamming. I don't build legs, I build leaders. <laughs> I guess that was the most epic thing ever. And she will be right back, I'm sure, when she realizes that she just lost her line. So we'll... Uh... <laughs> hey, Dan, I'm back, if, if you can okay, hear me. Girl. So this is what happened. You said... I don't build legs, I build leaders, and then poof, you were gone. <laughs> and it was like cliffhanger Friday, right? <laughs> I'm like, that was epic, and she's gone. <laughs> and bam, tune in next week um, to hear the rest. No, I don't, I, I don't, I, 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 I build leaders. I don't build legs, I build leaders. I make the girls own their success, and as a result, Oh, my God, it's amazing to see them succeed. It's so beautiful to see the ownership that they have over their organizations because it's theirs and it's their own and they have so much pride over it. Think about the teenager that gets their car bought for them versus the teenager that had to work their ass off and buy their car. Mm -hmm. Which one, you can give them the crappiest Dodge Spirit and if they bought it, they're going to, they're going to polish that thing. They're going to wax it. They're going to have so much pride over it versus the kid that you go and buy a brand-new Mustang for. And they've got it banged up after the first week because they just didn't care. So it's it's a lot of that. And I'm it, it just how I was raised, too. Like nothing was ever given to me. Nothing in my life has ever been made easy for me. And so I don't know if that's where I picked up that kind of attitude about it either. But re- regardless, it, and she says to me, she goes, so then what do I do with, like, all these these 200 people that I, I know? Like, am I going to put them 200 deep? And I said, I, I don't know. I live in a town of 72 people. I don't have 200 people. So <laughs> I, just, I put them all in my first level, and now I help other people meet other people. Like, I don't need to know. I don't, 
how many people know 200 people to enroll? I think if you're, you know, a power blogger or something else and you might know massive amounts of people and then, you know, maybe it's a different story. I don't know what you do with all those people. But I, I, didn't, I didn't have the luxury of, of that dilemma. Where do I put all these 200 people that I know? Because I didn't really know 200 people. <laughs> Right, and that, that's the whole thing, too. There is, um, uh, how do you want to say this? There is, um, I don't know. I said such a brilliant thought. It just, like, went poof out of my brain. So <laughs> I was going to ask you, how, how do you love on your, your women in your team and empower them? You know, when you, when you bring them in, and you, I know you do this because, like, your team is alive. It's electric. And so for the people that are listening here, they're probably wondering, well, what does that look like? Like, you know, when, when she's you know, handing over that success to the people versus, you know, you feeling responsible for their success. <laughs> well, you, and, I, I, and, I, and I wonder if this one girl is listening on the phone. So I, won't, I won't drop her name. I wonder if she's listening to the call tonight, but I know she's up in Fargo training, actually. But she um, <laughs> is so funny. So our kids go to preschool together, went to preschool together. And I was so mad at her because there was a piece of her of her leadership I needed her to own. Like, I needed her to own it, like, yesterday. And it was just one piece that she was, we were really just butting heads on and butting heads on. And I love her dearly, and I know what she's capable of doing. And I knew that I could push her to do it. She was just, she had a fear blocker in her own life that was holding her back. And, you know, maybe some other blockers as well. And I just needed to push her through it. Right now, you know, it's like she was just faced up against this brick wall. And I just needed to push her through it. And so we're walking into school to pick up our kids. I remember before I said I have a a colorful language. My grandpa owned a shop. I'm married to a diesel mechanic. I mean, just do the math. (laughs) It just wasn't. I've heard a lot of words. So the two of us are walking into school, and I'm I'm. We're yelling at each other at the top of our top of our lungs, and every other word should have been beeped out of my mouth. And it's just me and her, right? But we're walking up to school, and I'm like, I'm just trying to show you how to make a ton of money and just live the life you were meant to live, and you're just not listening to me. And <laughs> we're going into school, having this conversation. The door to the school opens because the teacher, you know, opens it, and we're both, you know, this big smile as we look at our kids. We're like, Hey, honey, how's it going? You know, just instantly, you know, like a light switch went off and turned. The kids ran out to the car, and it was just me and her again. Conversation picked up right where it left off, and I'm like, <laughs> bleep, 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 bleep. Yes, exactly, exactly. You know, she got mad at me for a while, and then, you know, I think within the next month or so, she, you know, bumped up to, to the next rank and next income tier and, you know, was crushing her goals and saw that she was capable of it. It's it, To me, I kind of look at it sometimes as like, you know when you're 16 and you hate your mom? Do you remember that, Jen? Oh, gosh. She doesn't know anything. What does she know, right? (laughs) They don't know how it is for me. (laughs) Oh, they have no idea. They've never been 16 before. They've never been in this situation before. Like, how are they supposed to know? You know, it was so different when they were this age. And so, you know, our our mom gives us tough love, and, you know, we just want to run away from home because that's, you know, going to solve everything. But two weeks later, we come back because we're hungry and we have to do laundry, and and now life, you know, really sucks because we've had to learn to do all this stuff. I kind of look at it, like, the same way sometimes with my leaders. Like, 
I know that they are capable of this. I see it inside of them. And sometimes it's got to get intense for me to explain to them what I know that they're capable of. And sometimes they get mad at me for a short amount of time and sometimes they get mad at me for a long amount of time. But when I got to see my girls walk across the stage for their ranks, Jen, I could not hold back the tears. Like, it was such a proud mama moment for me because they knew that they had achieved this massive amount of success. And there's no bigger high for me on this planet than watching someone, especially a, a woman, watching them achieve something that they never, ever, ever thought that they could achieve otherwise. There is no bigger rush for me in this world. It is absolutely breathtaking. And I know that their kids see it. I have watched marriages transform. I have watched husbands and wives fall in love with each other again to such a deeper level. I have watched kids look at their parents like they are superheroes. Like It is that that piece of what I do will never make this feel like work and it will never get old. And there was a transformation that had to happen for me as a leader because for a long time, Jen, and I'm going to just truth hour, honesty hour here, for a long time, I wanted to be the one succeeding. And a lot of leaders fall into this. Like you can't fathom the idea of anyone in your downline surpassing you. You can't fathom the idea of sharing that rank. And when you are a new leader and you're achieving the success, it's just naturally. I mean, I can't you tell you how many people on the phone right now are probably nodding their heads in shame saying, yeah, it's me. It's okay to feel that way because it's natural. The success is new to people, and you don't know what to do with it. And for a lot of people in this business, you start making incomes, especially, do you know that in my town, Jen, in my town, now any of you can go online to Young Living and look at the income disclosure statement for what I am about to tell you. And you can go look at the government census for what I'm about to tell you. But my town, the average income per single person per year in my town is 14000 six hundred dollars per year and now i'm building leaders in this area that are making that per month it's nice it's a it's it's a success that we just really five or six years ago never thought would be possible you know so weird things happen in your mind and you don't you just you want the success and you can't imagine sharing that success The big shift for me in leadership, what happened is when I no longer viewed myself as successful because I didn't have enough leaders at the top. And I still don't view myself as successful because I don't have any diamonds yet. When you have that shift as a leader and you start to realize you want the success for them more than you do for yourself, it's like you go to that next phase of leadership. It's so, so amazing. I love it. That was huge. I hope people caught that one because it's not about us. It really isn't. I mean, of course, we do like the paycheck and it's fun and we love the freedom and the time. But really, when you start seeing those people break through their um, their old limitations or mm-hmm. whatever their why is, and I know you've got a whole thing on your why as well, and you can see people moving towards that. That is the greatest 
gift of this business. It's really not the income. The income is great. It's just like gravy on this whole thing of watching people personally transform and break through their blocks and bust out of that having what is like that guy that you talked about earlier, you know, the guy that believes that he's just going to be rock bottom his whole yeah. life. You yeah. <laughs> if he chose to, if he chose to pull his head out of the dark space between his legs and yeah. realize that he can do this, you have a tool that could bring his life to a completely different space if he chose to have the eyes to see and ears to hear what you said. You know, when when my dad passed away, I, my, I felt like, and I gave this, speech for the first time at the Spirit of Wellness, I felt like I was standing on a pedestal, Jen, watching my life spin out of control around me. Like there was a tornado happening around me, and I was just watching all the pieces of my life fall apart, and I was just standing around watching all this happen. No desire to want to stop it. No desire to want to change it. I just wanted the pain to end, and I would have done anything at that moment to make the pain end because I was, every core of my being hurt. In a, in, a, in a manner I can't even explain to you. And for anyone on the phone that's ever lost a loved one, you know exactly what I'm talking about, especially if it was someone that was close to you or, you know, someone taken so unfairly from you. And I just remember thinking to myself, I don't ever, I don't want my kids to see me this way. Like I would pray, God, take me, just end it. I don't want my kids to see me this way. And I remember having a conversation with Wayne and him saying something. He's like, he got so mad at me. He's like, where the F is your mind right now? Like, where? You're in there somewhere. He's like, where are you? And I'm like, I am in hell. I am in the deepest depths of hell right now, and I just want to get out as fast as I can. And there's a quote by Winston Churchill that says, when you're going through hell, keep on going. Yes. And that's what I wanted to say to this kid that I saw after so many years. When you're going through hell, you don't Stop. You're not in Tahiti. It's not Bali. You're not on vacation. This is not a resort. It's not, oh, it's feeling warm in here. You just get the hell out. <laughs> you do what you can, and you employ any resource and any tool you have at your disposal because there is a ring of fire you have to get to. You imagine circles, three circles. Outside, life is good. It's just happening. Life's good. You're, just, you're going along as a 98%er. Someday you're going to win the lottery. You get this inner circle. That's your ring of fire. That is that depth of hell you have to go through. Inside is the core, and that's the goal. That's where you want to be. That's where the two percenters are. Those are the ones that went through the ring of fire, got to the core, and that's where you make your life unfold. That's that spot, that sweet spot where you can live your life by design. Everything is waiting for you in there, but too many people stop in the ring of fire and say, well, rock bottom is it for me, and this is all that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is very, 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 very real. And people, they do. They get stuck in that. They get into victimhood. But then they want to blame the, uh, quote, other people for their success. Well, I mean, they can look at you and say, well, obviously, you know, Melissa, you know, just she just was born with all this. You know, she she just it was easy for her. Or they could come up with you know, some type of, like, hater remark that would make them yeah. feel better. But really, it's. <laughs> It's you know, it, no. I, I did a periscope on this a couple of weeks ago about not when you you know if you want to be a leader you can't give a rip. I mean you really you got to get to the point even as a leader where you just you you care about the things that truly matter to you, but then other things that people say or you know people around you if they're dragging you down you just have to keep going and you got to follow your 
your thing and put your blinders on and, and just put your nose down and make it happen. And like you said, design your life. You're, you know, we're we're not victims. You know, we have these beautiful oils that are named according to what they are created for, like magnify your purpose <laughs> into the future. <laughs> High is potential. Yes. Yes. I had, I had, um, you know, if, if you truly believe that you are on a purpose-driven path and that you are led by a higher power and you know where it is you want to get to, you're at point A, you know you need to get to point B and you can see it. But along this path, there will always be those people that are going to come into your world and let's call them the 98 percenters. Those are the drifters. And they're going to say, oh, come take my path. It's shorter, it's faster, it's sexier, it's easier, it's quicker, it's more money. Or the people that, the drifters that come into our life and try to make us feel like crap for what it is that we chose. Like, I can't tell you how many periscopes I get. And this is so funny, Jen. Like, these total loser trolls. And they'll just say things like, oh, if you're a network marketer, like, you're this, like, a pyramid scheme. Like, why don't you get a real job? And I so badly just want to say, you should see one paycheck. Just one. Right. <laughs> just one. And I bet you'd shut your pie hole you know, while you're in your mom's basement playing games all day and can't get a job and you're going to wonder at age 65 why you're probably still single and think, was there something I said one day? So it's when you have these people that come into your life and try to do anything they can to pull you off that path, that's where you really need to wake up and that's where you really need to realize that there's you are destined to achieve greatness. And you have one responsibility, achieve it. And one of the most powerful books I've ever read is called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. I love Napoleon Hill's work. And this book will help you understand how dangerous it is to follow to that path that looks easier, to follow to the path that looks you know, sexier, that looks more fun. When you try, when someone comes in and tries to pull you off the path to get to where it is you were destined to go, that book is one that I go back to so often. Whenever I have somebody come into my life that makes me doubt what I'm doing, I read this book. And it makes me dig my four-inch stilettos back into the ground (laughs) and say, no, this is my path. And this is what I'm staying true to the course of. And you know, it's amazing what is right on the other side of that every single time, every single time, what's right on the other side of that. And that had just happened to me about a month ago where I had someone come into my world again and really challenged what I was doing and just made me, you know, re- refocus and regroup. And the minute I dug my heels back in, you know, read the book, realized, no, this is the chart, this is this is the course, this is the path, I got a phone call. And this the phone call was so bizarre. And she goes, is this Melissa? And I said, yeah, it is. And she goes, hi, I'm calling from the Minnesota JCs. We're, um, we're going to be honoring you as one of the top ten outstanding young Minnesotans. And I'm like, what? wait, what? <laughs> Me? For real? <laughs> She's like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not that young anymore. <laughs> like, what's the age requirement? And do you think you made a mistake? <laughs> That's I'm like, for like you would have nominated me and it was yeah one of those you know moments of I don't think what I do is anything great I just do what I'm supposed to do and I'm trying to get as many people along the way to realize that they just need to do what they're supposed to do and 
you know, Jen, achieving the success and being able to live this life, it's been amazing. But like I said, the, 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 the part of it that will never get old for me is watching other people achieve it, watching other people succeed it. I don't want to be here by myself. I want to get as many of my friends to this point with me. I want to see them enjoy this kind of life. I want to see them reach this, you know, pivotal moment. It's, that's what it's all about. And I think that if I could, you know, leave everyone with the biggest, the biggest takeaway, just please be willing to do what others won't do. Regardless of what they're going to say or what they're going to think, if you want success, you have to be willing to do what other people are just not willing to do. And that's what's going to make you a two percenter. Think about where it is you want to be. Really think about what's required of you to do that. And then just be the best servant leader you possibly can be and just live your purpose because it's, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Wow. That was, that was excellent because, you know, for those people that are listening and, uh, and, and really I'm sure taking serious notes and this will be something they can listen to over and over when they need some inspiration because, you know, for your transparency of what you've gone through on so many levels, I think that a lot of people that are in coming up and through the ranks, when they see leaders that are in the diamond ranks, they wonder, you know, how was their journey to get there? And for almost everybody, because I know so many of them, it was not a straight line. You know, it's it's a go, quit, stall, hate it, want to sell their business, want to, you know, might wind up on TV for homicide on the nine o'clock news. You know, and it's like you know, yeah. get you know things happen, deaths in the family, all these things happen. But those people, you know, including yourself, you just keep rising up, rising up, persevering, not quitting, not quitting, not quitting, not quitting, and then raising up those. Because you're, it's like I envision the leaders. You know, we're reaching down to our people with our hands and being like, "Come on, let's go. I'm here, but I'm going to pull you on the ship with me." You know. And, yeah. and that's what happens. So, yes, I appreciate that, and I'm sure everybody here does too because it is it is definitely not a straight line, and there's go-aheads and there's setbacks, and there's you go ahead and set back, and you keep going, and you just keep doing it and keep doing it. You're going to wind up ahead. I a, the the last right? three months has been nothing but setback. I mean, with the chemical-free home books and all the FDA changes and all of it, do you know how many times <laughs> I just thought, I'm going to just pull the damn plug on the whole project? Like, you know, this is, it feels like there's too many obstacles in my past. Should I be doing this? And this is one of those examples. I pull out Outwitting the Devil and I read it. What do I do? I launch a third book. Yes. <laughs> I'm right. not going to pull the other two. I'm not worrying about this anymore. People need it. They need this resource. They need this tool. You can't just get your oils and wonder, well, now what do I do with them? Like, you need something that tells you what to do with them. And when you have a book that cheap that you can give to your people to say, here, here's a start. Make some bath soak. Make some toilet cleaner. I just refuse to believe the FDA cares about what I am putting in my toilet. I just don't think they care. <laughs> right? No. Not unless you're so. curing cancer in the toilet, which there is no, no cancer exactly. in the toilet. <laughs> exactly. I said I'm pretty sure I'm okay unless my toilet has cancer. I don't know. So, you know, instead of, you know, scrapping the whole, you know, you know, 
book thing, which I easily could have done. You know, screw it. I'm writing a third one and, you know, brought about the most important one, which was baby. So that's just how I roll. (laughs) Well, yes, and, you know, people, where is the best place for them to get those books? So that they well, LSP has them, and Abundant Health for You has them, and I know that they often run really great sales on them, but if you want to get them in bulk, the best place to grab them is on the chemicalfreehome.com, um, and that's where we have them on, on in bulk orders. And I know the girls have had a lot of success with doing like ER promos, like if somebody signs up for Essential Rewards, um, you know, they don't put a limitation on the order amount. They don't put a limitation on the time. They just say sign up for essential rewards, and they gift them uh, one of the books. And so that's been a popular. When we run that in the team, we'll we'll see a good three percent increase in the ER rate. Um, so that's always a you know a great promo to do, especially kicking off the fall season. Um, you know, and some people just do them. I send them out to every single new star in my organization. I figure if someone just spent five hundred dollars or if their organization just spent $500, they're probably wondering what they can do with all these oils. So, you know, when, if you want to buy them in bulk to get, you know, the best pricing on them, then the chemicalfreehome.com. Perfect. I'm glad you said that because I know I think they're fantastic. I'm an environmental person myself. That's actually what my formal degree is in, and I have a huge passion for it as well. And I think that it's, it's a great tool, especially with where we're going, you know, with the company as a whole. And right yeah. before we wrap up here, I, you know, we're we're at the top of our hour, but I want, I know that I would love it if you could do a quick little mini infomercial for your your sweet savvy makeup because yes. <laughs> the, this is why, and this is, you know, of course I want you to get your little plug in, but the, this is why this is so important for me to have you share this because everybody listening, this is what this is about. This is a woman who got herself from a, you know, a, a destitute place to a place of extreme abundance. And now she, with that gift of getting there, she can do the other things with her, her life, her passion. And one of those is this incredibly amazing makeup line. So do your little commercial because it's just so cool to see what you're doing now, now that you've gotten to where you're at. So go ahead. Well, this was in exactly right like you just said. It was, you know, having – having the success be what could front, you know, a project like this. But I partnered with a local artisan, um, Vanessa Torkey, who is so gifted and so talented, um, and just started really showing her some different colors we wanted to do and some different, um, you know, like the crowned all over is one of the all over face powders that just, oh, my God, it's been everyone's favorite. It's my favorite. But I just being able to finally have something that is, Bismuth-free, talc-free, paraben-free, gluten-free, Jen. How many people have gluten intolerances? And, of course, it's it's cruelty-free. But the big one for me was bismuth, and it's impossible to find a mineral makeup that works really good that is bismuth-free, which is, you know, a strong skin irritant. It's a strong respiratory irritant in in a product that, an ingredient that should be avoided. So being able to provide the most pristine ingredients into this makeup line um, girls are absolutely falling in love with the makeup and of course with the lipstick and of course we had to make it girly and blingy so on all of the lipsticks and lip glosses and foundations there's a genuine frosty crystal that adorns every single one of them they're all hand placed on of course with the most amount of love possible while not gluing your fingers together and 
cursing a little bit. <laughs> but it's been an absolute beautiful project to be a part of, and I'm so excited to have launched it, and that's at SweetSavvyMinerals.com. And if you guys want to order, I've got a 24-hour code uh, for free shipping. And in honor of Jen, because Jen calls herself Rebel Health, um, we went Rebel Beauty, R-E-B-E-L, Beauty, Rebel Beauty, and that's going to get you free shipping for 24 hours. Oh, thank you. I was going to say, you're a rebel too, girl. There's, We're all like uh, <laughs> all of us little rebels running around here changing the world and living out of the box. That's what we do. Love it. Oh I love it. I love it. So that's perfect. Well, thanks for that, and I know that there's going to be some action happening on there. I actually have to get on there because I'm due for that, and I, I just want to support you and, and you to be very successful with that as well. So, well, thank you so much for coming on here tonight, and let me open up the line so everybody can say good night to you and thank you. Hang on, Melissa. Oh, thank you. 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 Thank you.